I am on a mission of sorts to go through every Full House episode in order and break it all down to give you the full feel of what Full House is all about. From character analysis to even a psychological breakdown, I am determined to get through all eight seasons of this phenomenal show. As always, I am your host, Amy, and thanks for joining me and becoming a part of my Full House family. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the What's This Full House Edition podcast. Yeah, as always, I am your host, Amy, and sorry it's been a while, but you know, (laughs) I kind of have another whole nother life going on here. So today's episode is season two, episode number four, called DJ's Very First Horse. So this one is actually like I found some little surprises throughout this episode. And really, the start of season two, like we've been talking about, has been like this shift of characters, of character stories, of character development, of all sorts of different things. And this episode here is not necessarily about that, but it's about something that's, I don't want to say integral to uh, characters, but it definitely comes back at a later date to, um, I don't want to say haunt us, but (laughs) in a way, yes, it does slowly, but we will get there in a very long time. So if you know, you know, it's, it's, it's just one of those things. Okay, so let's just get into it. So this episode here was written by Bob Fraser and Rob Dames. So I'm not familiar with them at all. Um, they're new here writing for this one. That's pretty nice. Then we have Lee Shallot directing here on this one, who I, we have seen uh, before on these. So he also directed season one, episode 13, Sisterly Love. Do you remember that? The Oat Boats commercial episode, one of my faves. He also directed season one, episode 18, just one of the guys. That one featured Kurt Cameron. And then he also directed season one, episode 19, Seven Month Itch, part one. So, so far we've seen him directing. So this is his one, two, three, his fourth episode directing that we've seen so far. And they are all so good. And so we love Lee Shallot coming back for this one. So the original air date of this one is November the 4th, 1988. So I'm actually really excited because I remember when we were at the very end of 1987 going into 1988. And now we're like right there about to go into 1989. So we only have a few more episodes to go before we get into 1989, which, uh, that's so exciting. We're really trickling along here year by year by year. (laughs) And you guys are here for the ride. So thank you. 
So this one we did talk about briefly at the end of the last episode, but for a refresher course, the description here is that Danny finds it easy to just say nay when DJ brings home a new pet, a new horse. So we're going to get into this because this is kind of, I feel, thought in a way, oh, this is just like a filler episode in between, so we're not like bombarded with a bunch of character analysis episodes, and I thought this one was like, oh, she like gets a horse. I didn't really remember a whole lot about it until I really watched it again, and I'm like, oh, I forgot that happened. So here we go. We have another cold open sequence. Um, We've been talking about those. They've been in every episode so far in season two. They're just little snippets before they do the theme song to kind of like pull you in. And, and they had talked about doing these cold opens because people started to change the channel during the theme song because the theme was so long. They wanted like a teaser. So they started doing these cold open sequences and I really like them. You know, don't ever skip over these because sometimes they have to do with the episode. Sometimes they don't. Most of the time they don't. But they're still really cute little scenes that are really cute. So anyway, we start off with a cold open here where we see Michelle coming into the living room. And guys, she's a full-blown toddler. I'm like, where's baby Michelle? She is no longer a baby, like, whatsoever. She's walking around. I mean, she's been walking since, what, mid-season one? But still, you're like, holy cow, she grew a foot overnight. You know, it's just crazy. She is adorable, as always. And we see Joey there, who's uh, sleeping on the couch. And Michelle approaches him and licks his face, waking him up. So it's just such a toddler thing to do. So we just see this cute little scene exchange between the two of them. And not even kidding, I think it's like 20 seconds long. It's so short. And then it just goes, and it like fades out and into the theme song. So it's super short. And that's all it was. There was nothing too exciting about it. And it definitely has nothing to do with the rest of the episode. Then, oh, you're going to love this. Then we go into the theme song, which I actually noticed something again that had changed since episode one, cutting it close. So you know how we had talked about how Jesse's hair was different in the cutting it close um, beginning credit sequence. And then in Tanner versus Gibbler, his hair was cut after it was cut in the actual Cutting It Close episode. So the theme song in episode two, Tanner versus Gibbler, starts the brand new sequence of the entire family. I didn't even notice this because the theme started and I see Michelle is in the red convertible. They're driving on the bridge as, as they have been. And I'm looking at Michelle and she is not a baby anymore. And she's like pointing at the camera as the camera like fades away. And I'm like, when did this start? And so I honestly like stopped what I was watching. I went back to cutting it close. And that episode has Michelle as a baby in the theme song. So that changed the very next one in Tanner versus Gibbler. Michelle is this toddler person pointing. And I was like freaking out. I was like, 
this this was another thing that that was in Tanner versus Gibbler that was new and fresh and it wasn't something they had done yet. Michelle's just it's the one that I'm pretty sure that sticks for a very long time like that portion of the theme song anyway where she's pointing up at the camera as it fades back and um if I can remember correctly which oh <laughs> It's been a while, but I think that that small snippet is used for the rest of the duration of the entire show. It's just that the, the actors and actresses' little pieces in the theme do change as they get older, of course. But I will, um, I'll keep an eye on that if that does change at all. I'm so, like, I'm just kind of like, I was freaking out because it was something that I had missed. And I usually don't miss anything but I did but that's okay you know we're not perfect all right we're gonna go ahead and jump into the rest of this episode here so we start off and we're at a scene in a barn so it's a different location um it's not a real place I don't think but it looks like a set um that they had made of a barn there's horses and Jesse is there with Michelle playing with the little chicks and it's just an adorable little moment between the two of them. Becky is there. She's back for this one. And she's like taking pictures of like the girls and the animals and Jesse and Michelle, just like taking photographs. And it's adorable. So we find out that the reason Becky is there is that it's, it's, um, they're filming Wake Up San Francisco. So Danny is there, Becky's there, DJ's there, Kimmy's there. So Kimmy's back for this one, thank God. And then we have Michelle. Um, haven't seen Stephanie yet, and I haven't seen Joey yet, but but that'll be coming very soon. So Danny enters the scene wearing full farmhand gear, like overalls, flannel shirt, straw hat, boots. Becky is also wearing like a farmy looking outfit, but she's more refined, of course. And Becky reassures him, oh, no one's laughing at you. And here comes Joey entering the scene, starts directly laughing at him because that's what Joey does. Anyway, he we go over to DJ and Kimmy, and they're petting this beautiful brown horse. Stephanie approaches them and asks DJ, what's his name? DJ says his name is Rocket, which Rocket, the horse, makes the second animal appearance in Full House. So I had mentioned... I think maybe in episode one of season one, that there was a lot of animals going to be coming into the mix here. And um, this is our second animal appearance in Full House. And our first one was Bubba the Turtle. If you remember him from season one, episode number four, The Return of Grandma. So that's another reference there to The Return of Grandma. That episode, ho oh, oh, I could go on for days. And I won't because you've probably heard it, and I hope you have because there's so many good little nuggets of knowledge in that episode. But anyway, so Stephanie, she introduces herself to Rocket, all the while Joey is responding as Rocket in the voice of Mr. Ed, that, that talking horse. You know, we talked about that recently in a past couple of episodes, we talked about Mr. Ed, but she believes for just a moment that he can actually talk. But DJ exposes Joey to Stephanie. She gets all upset, but Joey takes her to go see the ducks as like an apology, 
which I think by now she'd be old enough to know that horses can't speak. I don't know why she really thought that, but anyway. While Kimmy and DJ are standing there with the horse, this old, like, gentleman, who obviously, like, looks like he works there, acts like he works there, you know, he's really nice, he comes up to the girls, he starts to tell the girls that Rocket's been lonely since his owner moved to Chicago, and that it's his job to find Rocket a good home, and mentions that Rocket is free. This obviously plants in DJ's mind that she can take Rocket. Because she's like, you're sure? 100% free horse? But then the guy says, well, it costs $100 every two weeks to feed and stable him. So, yeah, the horse is free, but the whole rest of the goodies that come with the horse are $200 a month or $2,400 a year. And of course, DJ and even Kimmy, you know, put together, couldn't afford that. I mean, they're children. They don't have jobs. They'd have to borrow money from their parents, which <laughs> might come up here. So DJ starts to talk to Kimmy as the um, gentleman walks away from them. She mentions that it's her dream come true to own her own horse, but We've never heard anything about this before, and if you think about it, this is the start of what I think, number one, them showing her, like, love of animals, and number two, makes the way for her future career as a, you guessed it, a veterinarian. So DJ wants Kimmy's help with the horse, and Kimmy says, Ooh, that'll make Kathy Santoni shut up about her stupid moped. So we have another Kathy Santoni reference here, which I will keep an eye out for until we actually see her, which will be in season three next next season that we do. But um, we, we've talked about Kathy Santoni a few times, and um, the girls kind of talk about her, talk about her, talk about her, and then we see her finally in the next season, which is exciting. So DJ runs up to her dad to ask him for the money since DJ and Kimmy are going to split the profits, okay, which means like a pretty good idea. That's $1,200 a year for one and $1,200 for the other, $100 a month each. But I mean, Danny always seems like pretty frugal, so let's see how this thing plays out. Um, DJ gets the conversation cut short by Danny and Becky because they go live on Wake Up San Francisco. Becky mentions that they are at Golden Gate Stables, which I thought this was kind of interesting. And you know me, I like to see if things actually exist in the real world. So the only real-life location to this actual stable is a horseback riding feature at the Golden Gate Park in San Francisco, but it's inconclusive as to if the Golden Gate Stables is a real-life place. So if you ever want to go horseback riding in San Francisco, check out the horseback riding feature there at the Golden Gate Park in San Francisco. So Becky goes on to say that this all reminds her of growing up in Nebraska. So I don't remember if she had mentioned she was from Nebraska. I think she did when she when she um, appeared to us first in 
Tanner versus Gibbler. So, yeah, that might not be the first reference of her saying she's from Nebraska, but it might be like the second, maybe the third. And that she has a big surprise for Danny. So the same gentleman from before comes back onto the scene with a goat named Marilyn. And Becky says, surprise, San Francisco is going to watch watch you learn how to milk a goat. So he's definitely not surprised, nor is he happy with this, because he has to do it, and he has to do it on live television, and he can't just, like, refuse. And that's why she did it, because he can't just stand there and look at the viewers and say, I'm not doing this, this is stupid. You know, he has to. So she demonstrates first, which is so nice of her, to be like, hey, this is how it's done. Then invites Danny to do it. Then it fades, like, he starts to do it, then it fades out completely, and we're back at the house. Okay, DJ is sitting with a book um, on her bed. She's reading a book about horses, and Kimmy walks in and says she asked her mom about the horse. And her mom's response was, Kimberly Louise Gibbler, have you lost your mind? So this is the first time Kimmy's name is actually used in full, which is like real interesting. And so DJ comes up with a plan that if they take care of Rocket for two weeks, the parents will be so impressed with them that they'll have to let them keep the horse. But really, in that two-week span, at the end of it, they will owe $200. So they're like setting themselves up to like not pay the money. So their parents will look at them and say, oh my word, you were so responsible. We're going to pay $200 because you were so responsible. But at the same time, they're keeping this whole thing a secret. And so they're really not thinking this thing through as far as like a, like a reliable plan, you know? So they come up with a plan, okay, to put their money together and they should have just enough and, of course, now Stephanie walks in and hears them. Now Stephanie knows their plan. So DJ makes Stephanie promise not to tell in exchange for a part of the horse. And DJ says, oh, you can just have the tail. And Stephanie's, like, so excited. She's so adorable. And she's like, oh, my very own tail? I'll name it Buttercup. So it's just so cute how Stephanie's like more excited to own her own tail than these girls are at this moment anyway, um, of owning the entire horse minus the tail, I guess. So that's such a cute little way that they integrated Stephanie, but that kind of comes back to bite her. So let's see what happens. We go to the living room and Joey's playing with Michelle and rolling her around in a like chair. And she's got like this little fake steering wheel and he's like pretending that it's a car and he's like brr, buzzing it all around the living room I'm like how cute is that adorable love that it's only for like a couple seconds but it's so cute that he like took his time to play with her in that way so Jesse bought her a toy and it's it looks like an inflatable dinosaur and he's trying to blow it up with his mouth, which is clearly taking him forever. Becky also comes in with him at this time. And Jesse's still trying to ask Becky out. Like, this is probably like the fifth time he's tried to ask her out. But she keeps refusing. 
But she's being really nice about it. Like, I'm just not ready. I'm just in it on my career. I'm here. That The reason she's there is for her job, not to uh, be in a relationship, you know. So on that note, I'm going to take a really short break. And I will be right back right after this. All right. Welcome back. So now we are back at the stables. And DJ and Kimmy are feeding Rocket. And Kimmy mentions that she got a new outfit, so keep that in mind. Then, we have sequences of DJ riding Rocket around the property. So I just wondered here, where is her helmet? Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Oh my goodness. So this was so interesting, and I'm not even going to say it. Because if you know, you know, again on here, it's just interesting to me. Just plain interesting. And by the time I get to it, I might forget about this because this is so far from the other one that I'm thinking of. But I just was wondering, like, any time... I mean, no, that's not true. I had a horse when I was about 12-ish that um, my, my friend had one. And I had one, but I didn't pay for it, so I don't know why, I don't know what happened with that. It was like a horse, like, rescue place. And we would ride our horses around, and her horse was crazy. Would take off, and like, it was like a stallion. Try to kill you, that thing. But it was so sweet. Anyway, mine didn't know any tricks or anything, but we were, when there was adults around, maybe this is the case here, but when there were adults around, they made us wear helmets and all sorts of padding and protective gear and all sorts of stuff and um but then when they weren't there we took our helmets off and we didn't wear helmets um around so maybe this was like dj's motive too there were adults around so she didn't wear no helmet maybe that's the case i just find it quite interesting here huh i'm not gonna say anything about it more so she just loves horses so much you can tell that she just wants nothing more than to keep this horse so we have like a little time jump here so the two weeks pass, and Kimmy comes back and to the ranch, and DJ asks her, where's your $50? And she's like, do you like my new outfit? <clears throat> and how she didn't even remember, she talks about how she doesn't even, like, remember getting her clothes. She, like, was in, like, a trance or something, and she blew her money. So by the time... They had made this deal. Think about it. So I told you to keep in mind that the first time Kimmy said, look at my new outfit when she was at the ranch or at the wherever she was. She had she had gotten that outfit. Then she meets up with DJ here with a totally different new outfit. I mean, she bought two full blown outfits for uh, less than $50. I'm just saying, like, where is she shopping at? Because her outfits were cute, but at the same time, um, she blew her money on something that was important to her. And she, her mind wasn't on getting the horse at all. And then she, now she's just let DJ down because now DJ can't get the horse. They can't keep the horse. That was the whole point. So the uh, gentleman that works there says, that if she can't pay, he's going to have to find somebody who can. And that he gives her permission to take him for one last ride. So, 
We go from here, we go back to the house, we're back at the house, and Stephanie runs in the house with her friend. So it's a friend that we haven't seen before. I don't think we've seen really any of Stephanie's friends at all um, that I'm thinking of in my mind. I really don't think we have. So he calls her chief, and if you know who this person is, you'll know who calls her chief. And I just want to point out that this friend ends up being a recurring character and a friend of Stephanie's, and his name is Harry. But you won't, you won't hear that name in this episode. He does not get, um, he does not get called Harry. But I know that he's Harry because I've seen him multiple times. So he calls her chief for unknown reasons. So we don't know why that is, but he does. So Jesse comes home, comes into the kitchen with some groceries, and asks Stephanie, go find DJ, I need her to help me with groceries. So the kids, Stephanie and Harry, walk into the living room and yell, whoa! So we see the horse and DJ in the living room. Yeah. And DJ is holding him. She's definitely has this worried face on. Stephanie's friend, Harry, leaves the house. Like, Harry's in it for, like, maybe a full minute. That was it. A full minute. So, Harry leaves. DJ said that she came into the house to get Rocket a carrot, and he followed her in there. So, DJ then admits to Stephanie, too, that... The whole reason she brought him there was because she didn't have enough for stable fees. So she essentially stole a horse from the ranch. Like she rode the horse all the way home or however far away that is. So DJ's like, Stephanie, I need you to go distract Uncle Jesse from knowing that the horse is in here. And I'm going to try to get him to the backyard. So Stephanie goes into the kitchen to try to distract Uncle Jesse from knowing about the horse, but he hears something. I mean, the guy used to be an exterminator for a long time. He knows what animals in a house sound like. Okay, he's a professional. You can't trick a professional. So he's like, what was that? What was what? You know, so he starts to make his way into the living room. All the while, Stephanie is making excuses for her and blocking the living room door, but he gets by her and goes into the living room to see that the horse is in there too. So he's now surprised and shocked, and now DJ has to explain to Uncle Jesse what she's doing. So he calls for Joey, who's apparently home, which, that's good because Jesse was out shopping, Joey was the adult that was home. So they all have to now come up with a plan to get the horse out of the house. Danny barely, and like he barely opens the front door. Jesse and Joey stop him and say, oh, there's a surprise in the kitchen for you and you have to close your eyes. Um, so they're leading him into the kitchen, but Danny peeks and sees the horse in the living room. He comes back and starts to freak out. And DJ now owes him an explanation too, obviously. So Danny sends DJ to her room and gives Jesse and Joey the responsibility of getting him out of the house. And Jesse gets on him, gets on Rocket, and rides him out of the house, which 
I'm just saying. He got on Rocket like a professional rider. Like, he just jumped on that horse and rode it out of the house. And I want you to kind of, like, keep this in the back of your mind a little bit. Because there comes a time when he and Rebecca possibly go horseback riding. So I want you to keep that in mind. And so we're going to go ahead and start talking about the heart talk in the episode. So that's going to start about at 20 minutes, 18 seconds. So Danny is now talking to DJ in her room and is wondering why she didn't come to him in the first place, which she should have, and how she shouldn't have lied about where she was going after school and getting Stephanie involved and all of this stuff. You know, like I said, when she made this deal with Kimmy, it was just not a good idea. They were going to take care of this horse for two weeks and then say, oh, look how responsible I was. Maybe you can pay the guy $200. And then them, like it was a whole, it was a whole fib the whole time. Only like she lied about where she was going. Like that's terrible. She could have been anywhere. And got her sister involved, and um, Kimmy kind of got out of it because she blew her money. But it's crazy because Kimmy blew her money, and now she's, yeah, she's she kind of worked her way out of the situation, which is ridiculous because it did kind of start with her as well. But Danny doesn't know if he, if he can trust her, you know, because... She's gotten into trouble now. And so DJ like literally starts to cry. And you could tell like, wow, like those are real tears coming from her eyeballs. And she's apologizing and she wants to be trusted. But Danny doesn't know how she can earn it again and that it'll take time. But they will work it out as they do all the time. So, so, um, she knows now that she can't keep Rocket and um, which she is really, really, really sad about. Of course she is, you know, and um, she can't keep the horse and she will, we see her now. She's back at the ranch. This is the third time we're at the ranch talking to the horse. And she apologizes to Rocket about how she can't pay for him. We see the ranch guy, the gentleman that works there again, and he asks DJ if she wants to meet Rocket's new owner. And she's like, no, I'm fine. No, it's okay. But the woman comes out anyway. And do you know who it is? You guessed it. It's... Becky! Yeah, so Becky decided to take over the ownership of Rocket, and DJ's automatically surprised, and I'm excited, too, that Becky's the new owner, because Danny had explained the uh, situation to Becky, and she decided to get Rocket, because she missed the farm a lot, and then offers DJ to help take care of Rocket, too, after her uh, punishment is over, but, um... I really wanted you to pay really close attention to right at 23 minutes, 30 seconds, Michelle pets her first horse. 
Michelle has her first interaction with a horse. So again, this comes back around full circle. If you know, you know, okay? I'm not gonna go into this in full detail because it'll just ruin everything. So I'm just gonna kind of end it there. And DJ hugs Rocket, tells him that she loves him, the end. Okay, I'm not going to go further into that whole thing with Michelle and the horse and the other stuff we talked about that I didn't talk about because I want to wait and have it be a big full circle moment. Okay, anyway, let's get into the guest stars for this episode. So we have one, two, three, four guest stars for this episode. One, two, three, four. So we have obviously... Lori Laughlin as Becky returning for this one. So this one was, uh, she was in Tanner versus Gibbler, and now she's back for this one. So she's already been in two. Yeah, so she's coming, coming back for more. I love that. So we have a guy named Bill Wiley who played the role of Jeb. So did you hear me talk about a Jeb this entire episode? I didn't think so, because I kept calling him the gentleman, <laughs> which he was quite a gentleman, but no one said his name at all in this episode. How was I supposed to know his name was Jeb? The, that's only revealed in the end credits sequence. And um, my friend just texted me and said, I'm standing next to Jody Sweden right now. I, what? That is insane. Anyway, let's get back to it. Okay, so our next, oh, the guy who plays um, Jeb, this guy, Bill Wiley, he actually has 47 different acting credits under his belt. So I was quite surprised at this guy. At he's, he's just got so many things that he did um, in his life, and I just thought it was really nice. If you ever get a chance, um, you've got to go check out what he's done. I've, I was just pleasantly surprised. So number three guest star, we have Andrea Barber again as Kimmy Gibbler. So the moment will come for Kimmy Gibbler to be featured in the beginning credit sequence. It will come, people. It will come. It's just not going to be for a while. But we have her here credited at the end, which I am happy with for now. And next we have a guy named Nathan. And forgive me for mispronouncing this because I probably will. Nishigushi. And also he played Harry, which, like I said... They didn't say Harry at all in the episode. I just knew his name was Harry because I'd seen him multiple times in different episodes. But in the end credits, it says Nathan Nishigushi and then as Harry. And you're like, who's Harry? So, but this is Stephanie's friend. But in this episode, like I said, they don't mention his name. He ends up actually being in five episodes of Full House between this season and next. And he only was ever in Full House. One episode of the show Highway to Heaven and a movie called Hiroshima Out of the Ashes in 1990. And also, I'd mentioned this to my mom that this was the first episode featuring Harry. 
And she said, oh, yeah, he was in Fuller House, too. And I don't particularly remember him being in Fuller House. I swear I thought he was, like maybe one episode. But I looked on his data page and there was nothing about it. So I was like, was he just in it and like didn't have lines and wasn't credited for it? I don't know. I also didn't look it up whether or not he was actually in it or not. But um, everyone was kind of saying that he... That he was, but I couldn't find any actual proof around it, and I'm literally not going to watch Fuller House to find out. What a waste. So, guys, that's it. That is the entire episode, and, guys, this is the most exciting thing because the next episode is in my top three favorite episodes of all time, so it probably goes like this. Pox in Our House, Sisterly Love, and the next one called Jingle Hell. So those are like literally my top three. And so please stick around for that. We'll also have a very special surprise guest joining us for the next show. And I'm so excited about it. Yes. It's been a long time coming, I swear. Oh, my word. It's about to get really, really good. So, yeah, maybe this episode was, like, a little on the boring side, a little on the short side, a little on the not-that-exciting, DJ got in trouble again type of thing, and that's great. And we only really had, like, one first, but, you know, it is what it is, and people have to, uh, people have to, uh, People have to kind of, uh, you know, we have these types of things go on, and that's okay. And the next one I'm excited about, and we just have a long way to go with season two, but that's, you know, we got to get through it. Amen? All right, guys, and um, thanks for tuning in today to the What's This Full House Edition podcast. If you feel that I've missed anything please feel free to contact me. Or if you have any fun facts about Full House, Fuller House, actors of these shows that you've met in real life and you want to share your story, that would be awesome. I'd love to tell it on the show sometime. If you want to send me a comment or a fun fact or anything, you can email me at fullhousepodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Facebook at What's This Full House Edition Podcast. And on Instagram, I'm What's This Full House. So I'm on all of those. And you can also find me if you want to listen to all the different episodes here on the What's This Full House Edition Podcast. I am on Spotify. I am on, I am on Anchor Podcast. I am on Breaker and now um, I am available everywhere on iHeartRadio as well. So that's super exciting. Um, a new platform for me. So that'll be great. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I know it's been like a month and a half, but I'm sorry. Okay, I'm just sorry. And I'm going to keep continuing. The next one should probably be soon-ish because um, we're going to schedule it, get our special guest ready with what we want to do and get it to you really soon. So thanks for tuning in today, and I'll see you next time. 
The Full House Edition podcast has no affiliation with Full House or the Warner Brothers Studio. The views and opinions given by the participants are theirs and theirs alone, and do not represent the companies that they happen to work for. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.